Welcome to House of Hope Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message from this past Sunday. For more information about other messages or events at House of Hope, visit www.ihope.today. Okay, are you going to come up or are you good? Okay. <laughs> it's funny because you kind of have preached my message already. So it's so fun when the Holy Spirit does that because... Um, you know, when you, you don't talk about what you're going to talk about, then all of a sudden everything just kind of flows. So good. Um, but we need to pray because I'm super nervous, like always. And yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everybody stretch your hand towards me. <laughs> Peace. No. All right, Holy Spirit, I just invite you to come. And I just pray that your heart would just be released this morning through me. And, uh, that people would just hear what they need to hear. And, uh, yeah, that you just flow out of me and that uh, heaven would come. Okay, amen. Thank you, Jesus. All right, are you guys ready for this whirlwind sermon? It's going to be 10 minutes, I'm sure. (laughs) The same amount of time I had to prep for it. Um, We had Ella's birthday party yesterday, and Jeff asked me, at the end, he's like, hey, do you want to preach tomorrow? I was like, ah, yes, but I don't have anything. So I don't know. Give me four hours. And so people left, and I was cleaning, and I'm visiting a little bit longer. And, and then he texted me at, at 530. I think it probably would have been four hours on the dot. He's like, so? And I'm like, oh, I forgot. Right. I need to give him an answer. He probably needs an answer right away. And uh, so I was sitting down with my Bible. I'm like, there's got to be something. Like, flipping through my notes. And I'm like, has God been talking to me about anything? <laughs> um, so anyway, we are going to talk a little bit about when the tough gets going. Okay. That is where we're at. So um, my week was not so fun. Um, I, so most of you know, I've, I've been back to work now for a few weeks, um, beginning of January. I went back before Christmas, but that was just for a few days. Um, and I work with a computer all day long and with three different systems. And so it's really important that I have these big screens to see everything on. And our company, um, gave us these new tablets to work on, which are about the size of my iPad. So if you can imagine trying to work with all these different programs on this tiny little screen, I was losing it because my monitors kept going black. They would just go black. I'd be working and they'd just go black. And then like, okay, fine. So I would call our IT guys. And anyway, they're like, it's your cords. So I got new cords. The cords didn't work. And then I ended up getting new monitors and they were supposed to work and they don't work. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I need to request a new computer. So I'm working away. Screens go black. And, um, and then Thursday comes. I'm like, okay, I just, I hope today's good. Take, and I get down to the office and there's a power outage. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go work from home. And I can't work in a messy environment. Like, it's, it's got to be clean. Otherwise, I'm going to sit there and not be able to concentrate. So I'm quickly trying to tidy up my office area so I can sit down and work on my little tiny tablet here. And, uh, texting Rayanne, because Rayanne lives close to where I work. 
And I'm like, is the power back on yet? Is the power back on? So as soon as she said it was back on, I had back down. So after, you know, fidgeting with my cords for a couple hours, finally my computer works. Everything's good. Friday comes. <laughs> Same thing. You know, nothing works. And then 3 o'clock, the internet goes out. <laughs> ah, the world is against me. Oh, that's seriously how I felt. So um, I'm like, that's it. I left my boss a voicemail. I'm like, I would love to email you right now or even ping you on our messenger. But I can't because we have no internet. It's not just me. Um, it's the entire office. So, all oh right, and the day before, I sent her an email and I said, I want you to know with all of these technology troubles, I'm coming with solutions, a dozen donuts. I did go out and get some donuts, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> um, so, anyway, I get in my van on Friday, I go to leave, and I'm just ready to pull out, and I see these, um, it wasn't a police car, but uh, this, you know, like the red and blue lights flash, and I'm like, oh. and it's a funeral procession. And here I'm thinking, now I have to sit and wait for 20 or more cars. Like, you know, and I was like, man, okay. It was only a few cars though, so it was okay. And then, so I go and I drive around the corner and I just burst out into laughter. I was like, ah! And then I just started to worship because that was the only thing I could do at that point. I was done. Um, just super disheartened with trying to work and it couldn't work. Because, you know, I've been off for a year and I want to work. I'm not at the point yet where I'm like, not loving it, <laughs> right? So I'm, I'm in my car and I'm like, I don't even know what I said. I love you, Lord. I thank you, God, for what you're doing. <laughs> just whatever. It was just, you know, belting it out because I needed a shift. I had to shift something because if I didn't, um, it probably just wouldn't have been a good weekend. So, um, that's my story about that. And I want to read in the Bible, but I forgot my Bible up here. Hey, um, do you mind bringing me my Bible? And it's, it's in the diaper bag. I mean, I guess we all need a Bible. <laughs> uh, thank you. Okay. Uh, Acts 23. Um, we're not going to really read the pre-story here. I'll let you guys do that after, but... If you're super curious. Okay, we're talking about Paul here, okay? Acts 23, 1 to 11. Not going to read it all, but that's just the gist of the story. He's basically, um, he comes into the city, and everyone wants to attack him because they think that he has tried to tell everyone to turn from the law of Moses. So they're super angry, and they're beating him up, and then... The, the chief guard comes and he like arrests him um, and takes him in front of the court. And so that's kind of, that's where we're at. And then um, while he's in captivity, basically he's like, you have me illegally. I'm a Roman citizen. And so everything that's happening, just to point all, all that out, everything that's happening to him right now is, is not fair. It's unjust. It's illegal. But <laughs> what I super loved here was um, I'll just start at verse 1. Paul looked straight at the Sanhedrin and said, My brothers, I have fulfilled my duty to God in all good conscience to this day. And this the high priest, Ananias, ordered those standing near Paul to strike him on the mouth. 
And Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. You sit there to judge me according to the law, yet you yourself violate the law by commanding that I be struck. Those who were standing near Paul said, you dare to insult God's high priest. Paul replied, brothers, I did not realize that he was the high priest, for it is written, do not speak evil about the ruler of your people. Okay, and then there's a huge uproar, and everybody's fighting over Paul. They want to beat him up again. And down into verse 11, uh, he's back in the barracks. The following night, the Lord stood near Paul and said, Take courage, as you have testified me or about me in Jerusalem, so you must also testify in Rome. <laughs> Who's going to take courage at that? Take courage! You get to go through all this again. <laughs> right? So I guess just my point is on that. Sometimes we're just going to have some really crappy times, and it's going to be illegal and unjust. But God says to take courage, because he's going to be there with you through it. Right? Um, and also, what is your reaction? Like, what's your personal reaction to what's going on? You know, what's your inner world doing? What's your heart saying? Oh, I had a situation this morning where I just wanted to lose it. But my husband is just so full of wisdom. <laughs> yeah. I made a I made a mistake and I was mad about it and he's like, "Well, you need to apologize and fix it." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, fine." And he was right. <laughs> yeah, I say it often. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that happened. But um <laughs> I'm really not good with confrontation or um, having having to go through things that are tough. Like, I do the opposite of everything you're supposed to do. So, like, brave communication, keeping your love on. Like, what else do we learn? Culture of honor. I do, like, all the opposite of what they say to do. So, <laughs> God and I are working on it, okay? Don't judge me. <laughs> I, like, I turn into a recluse. I just want to hide away and me and my my comfort of everything is against me and I can just keep myself safe. And it takes a while for me to realize that I need to not listen to these lies and I need to get some help, whether that's from a friend or pray about it. And lots of times I don't pray at first because I feel super shameful that I've allowed this to happen, that I've allowed myself to listen to this, you know, the real that's going on in my head. And so um, it takes a bit. So then I'm at a place where I'm like, okay, God, I really need your help. I, my heart, or my heart is really hard right now, and I need you to come and just walk me through this. And he always answers, you guys. It's so good. Um, whether it's just, um, he just sends his love in something that I'm watching or through worship or just a thought that comes through my head, which is really good. Um, but also worship. So even like if I'm, if I'm just having a really tough time with, with something, you know, if I'll turn on worship music or even just my own, I'll just sing it out. Like, because that really is something that softens the heart because you're shifting the atmosphere and you're releasing the presence of God and you're turning it from your internal battle and self-centered to God-centered. 
right? And then that's going to release heaven and it's going to release the freedom that you need to come from a place of struggle and challenge to hope and take courage, right? Um, I know sometimes too, it's even, it's even a struggle. You're like, oh, how do I praise you, God? Like even, even this morning, you know, when there's those moments of worship and we have a chance to just sing out from our heart, like just the free worship, Sometimes it's a struggle. It's like, oh, what do I say, God? Do I just keep saying, I praise you, God. I praise you. And sometimes I feel like I need to have words. Like, well, why am I praising you? Right? Like, what am I praising you for? And um, like, I, I more, not what am I praising you for, sorry, but more like I, I want to speak out what, um, what you're so good about. Like, you're so good to me. You came and set me free. You know, stuff like that, right? Like, just, just speaking out what he's done. And do any of you struggle with what do I say when I sing freely to God? Right? It's real. <laughs> so, one scripture that I love for this, you guys, we have to go there. It's Nehemiah um, chapter 9. And uh, starting at verse 5, um, okay, it's, it's like five and a half, but I'll begin at the beginning. <laughs> um, and the Levites, Jeshua, uh, Cadmiel, and a few other guys with long names said, Stand up and praise the Lord your God, who is from everlasting to everlasting. Blessed be your glorious name, and may it be exalted above all blessing and praise. You alone are the Lord. You made the heavens, even the highest heavens, and all their starry host, the earth and all that is on it, the seats and all that is in them. You give life to everything, and the multitudes of heaven worship you. You are the Lord God. You chose Abram and brought him out of Ur of the Chaldeans and named him Abraham. And then it goes on in the next um, chapter, actually, even, to rename all of the things that God had done for them, like testimony after testimony after testimony. So you begin with this place of praise and who God is, and then back to a place of remembering the testimonies that he's done for their people, generation after generation after generation. (laughs) And so if you're ever stuck and need words or something to speak out to God, and this is a good place to go. Or even in your own personal history, you know, um, if you have somewhere where you write down your family testimonies, even from each generation, what's happened, like even recounting those to God and just saying how good he is to you. Because it helps to remember and even to pass on the legacy of who God has been in your lives. Um, so that... Um, I want, to tr- I want to turn the table a little bit now, okay? That's when the tough gets going, but what about when the good gets going, <laughs> right? So let's say, for example, you know, you're pulling through the Starbucks drive-thru and somebody just bought your coffee, total stranger, and you're like, yes. Um, and then you pull out, there's a big long line of traffic and somebody lets you in. And then you get to work and you find out you got the promotion, you know, um, just things that are going really good. And the favor of God, like his hand is just all over you. What's, what does your conversation with God look like then? You know, is there one? Um, 
because a lot of times it's so easy in the struggle to be like, ah, God, help me figure this out for me. Why aren't you here? Come on, let's do this. Right. It's so easy to talk to God in those struggles, but what about, um, when everything is not a struggle and life is just, you know, you're good, you're happy. And is your heart pouring out a heart of gratitude and even conversation with God? You know, like when, when that's happened to us a few times, Brian will be like, yay, Jesus. <laughs> Cause we've, you know, had our coffee paid a few times and, um, you know, like, thank you for letting me in the line. I know sometimes it even sounds silly, right? Like, did God really do that? But his hand, because it's on our lives and because he's with us, you know, it's, it's his will as a father to bless us, right? With his favor. And so when the God is good shows up in different, like the small things in our lives, a parking spot closest to the door at Walmart. Yeah. Hallelujah. Right. (laughs) Um, it's so good to talk to God and Okay, so I wanted to share a story here. Um, so I, I was saying that yesterday was Ella's birthday. And, um, how, you know, how many parents, like, do stuff for their kids just because you love them? They're just, they're your kids, right? And so I love doing Pinterest stuff. Um, I get on there. I'm like, oh, I want to make everything. So I found cake pops. And in one of Ella's stories, there are cake pops. And I know she loves them. And so I'm like, I'm totally going to do this for her. You guys, this is another thing I will never do again. Just like Mikhail's cake. I made like a checkered, three-layered cake. Don't know. That I had to cut out with papers and a compass. It was ridiculous. Pinterest sometimes is not good for sanity. So <laughs> anyway, I made these cake pops. And she, she thinks it's her cake. She, she thinks that it's her birthday is what the cake is. And so she was helping me make them and so hard to get her to not lick everything. <laughs> like, Ella. I was constantly replacing the knives for the icing. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> so she looks at it and she's like, oh, my birthday is so pretty. And then my mama heart is just like, oh, I love it. Right. And then a few seconds later, my birthday is so awesome. I'm like, I didn't even know she could say that word or in a sentence like that. So, you know, and then I'm just feeling like super excited about it and really just in love with her because she is appreciating it. Um, and so I feel like that's what God wants to hear from us. You know, when things are going really good, he wants that dialogue. He wants that relationship, right? Because um, he wants to know you and he, he wants... He wants to converse with you and have the reaction of what he's doing in your life, right? Instead of being like, oh my goodness, things are going really good right now. Um, don't really know where my relationship with God is at the time. I'm sure we've talked at some point, you know, but <laughs> yeah. So it's so good just to have that, that continual daily relationship and the one-on-one. And it makes it easy to have that relationship when we're remembering to be grateful Um, and just thanking him for just the simple things because then you're keeping the lines of communication open, right? And also when you're doing that, you're learning to recognize his voice more and more, right? Because you know how there's the question of, is that me, God, or is that you, 
right? And then when there's more conversation and dialogue happening, you get to know him more. And so your question will no longer be, is that me, God, is that you? It's, wow, God, that was really you. Let's do this. I heard what you said. Um, yeah. So where else do we want to go here? I think, did we make it 10 minutes? <gasps> Yay! <laughs> ah, that's awesome. Good. Okay, we're not done yet, though. So we're, we're almost there. But I really wanted to have us as a body just take some time and, and worship. Um, which is the funny thing about this is that I, I messaged Dan last night and I'm like, hey, can you guys do this song at the end? And she's like, well, show me a YouTube video. I'm like, well, what do you mean? I'm sure we sang it last Sunday. Like, do we, don't we sing it all the time? She's like, no, we've never done it. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> okay. I think I just kind of blurred the lines between when I'm listening to it online to being at church, <laughs> but that's okay. So um, this is from um, Bethel Worship. And it's uh, a Sunday morning, and the song is um, Praise is the Highway. And it's amazing. And I just, I would love for us all just to stand up and, and just worship. Um, Sean's going to introduce a little bit, and so then that way you can just kind of get in tune. And there will be lyrics up there. Like, that's why we've got it projected, because they always have the words. Because um, it's a new song. We've never sung it. But... <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted us to have this time to have a free worship or just even have a connection with God this morning. So let's do that. We're going to sing a new song this morning. Say new song. New songs are good. Bible says 87 times sing a new song. Literally. So it's good to sing a new song. But we're going to sing a song of praise, a place of breakthrough in the realm of praise. So let's just lift our hands up and just, just begin to sing this with me. Actually, just sing out your own song for a minute. <laughs> Come on, just sing it out. Just sing it out. Just sing out your love. Sing out your love. Sing out your love.
for listening to our Sermon of the Week. Our desire is that you will be changed by the love of the Father and the power of His presence. For more information about House of Hope, visit us at www.ihope.today.